Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to the WE Podcast, where we speak, we grow, we rise. I'm your host, Sarah Menares. The WE Podcast is a part of the WE community, where we are passionate about creating community and providing a space for speaking authentic truth, growing together, and rising above challenges and into the full power of all we were created to be. This week on the WE Podcast, my guest is Danielle Hughes, aka Danny. I'm just getting used to calling her Danny, y'all, okay? <laughs> so, Danny has been my guest here before in a few of the previous episodes. We have worked in the counseling world together for many years, and she is my go to person whenever we need to broach a topic that can be difficult. She's also a leader over in the WE community. This episode, we're talking about the holidays and how they can be really hard for people for a multitude of reasons. We're passionate about talking about this because we both believe it's not talked about enough. So if the holidays are hard for you or if you know anyone that they're hard for, we really hope that this is helpful. We walk you through the process of working through uncomfortable emotions, how to talk to someone who's dealing with loss, and lots of other tidbits of info that we think you need to know. This episode of the WE Podcast is brought to you by the WE Community. The WE Community is a space to learn, grow, and connect with like-minded women. Head over to the Facebook and Instagram communities and get plugged in. There are giveaways and big announcements going on in that space that we know you'll want to be a part of. If you're listening and you haven't rated and subscribed to the podcast yet, please do so. Take a screenshot and stick it in your story on Facebook or Instagram and we'll put you in a drawing to win some awesome swag at the end of December. So make sure you tag us so we can interact with you in that space as well. Remember, sharing is caring and we want to be able to bless as many people as possible with this platform. So please share it out if you find value in it. Thank you so much and we can't wait to connect with you over on social media. All right, here we go. Here's my interview with Danny. Welcome to another episode of the We Podcast. I think this is episode number 36. And we have Danielle Hughes here today. We're going to have some awesome conversation about the holidays and maybe some conversation that's not typical uh, when it comes to holiday talk, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is what we love, right, Danielle? <laughs> <It's> yes. Not <laughs> typical. <laughs> Yeah. So with Thanksgiving just going by and knowing, knowing how Thanksgiving was for us this year and how the holidays are difficult in a lot of ways for, for me and for, uh, they were hard for Aubrey this year, uh, just because of so much loss that we faced over the years, but it's also, opens me up to think about other people who have reached out to me during this season and have said, this is hard for me because I miss someone or 
also, as you know, like it can be hard even being around people who maybe are toxic in your life and you have to be around them during the holidays. I think there's a lot of different scenarios that make the holidays difficult for people. Mm -hmm. People who have recently gone through a divorce or uh, things are just when they're different. I think it's hard. Yeah, it is. So I don't know. What are your thoughts when it comes to the holiday season? Well, I mean, my own personal thoughts, I struggle. I struggle during the holidays and I was sharing with my husband. I just kind of always have, I think, growing up in some level of well, it wasn't some level. <laughs> Growing up in significant dysfunction, the holidays weren't happy times. And so I know I've struggled even without having losses. Just the holidays can be hard, like you said, for so many reasons. So, you know, holidays that are geared around gift giving. And if you're kind of a lower socioeconomic status there's pressure and stress and if you're coming from a toxic family having to be around people that are hard to be around um Mm -hmm. yeah there's just a lot I think that grief if even if it's not grief of the death of a person there can be grief you know for things you wish you had in your family Mm -hmm. that you don't not things but like I don't know traditions that may not exist I was having a conversation I guess where I was thinking when I was said that I was having a conversation with a friend recently about like feeling kind of jealous almost of those families that you know who like they all get together on the holidays and they have so much fun and they love each other so deeply. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, there's no tension. And I mean, maybe, I don't know, there's, maybe there is, and it, <laughs> we don't know about it, but, <laughs> but, you know, kind of feeling a little bit jealous, like, gosh, you know, I want that. I don't have that totally. to that level. Mm-hmm. So kind of can, there can be grief and maybe jealousy around that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's complicated, but the holidays are hard, I think, for a lot of people. I can totally relate to that. I I used to have the big family where, you know, I and some someday I wrote an article in Noco Mom's blog, someday it'll be published. <laughs> <laughs> But the main thing I talked about in there was how my mom was like the holiday, the the epitome of holiday joy and cheer. Mm -hmm. Like even if things were dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. she knew how the heck to freaking do the holidays. You know what I mean? I do. Um, My Nana was like that. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was amazing. And she always made the holidays amazing and special and wonderful. And everybody was welcome. And Mm -hmm. tons of people came over. And it was fun. And it was, it was all things good. And 
yeah, that was like a gift that she had mm -hmm. <laughs> was being this the holiday everything. And then when she left, it was like, what mm -hmm. the heck? Like the holidays have never been the same since, mm -hmm. nor will they be, you know? And yeah. seven years later, we're still grieving the loss of that. Like this Thanksgiving, well, we've just had thing after thing that has taken family out of our lives for different reasons, death and toxicity and all of these different things. And now, you know, it's this, this Thanksgiving, my dad's on the other side of the United States. We can't fly out there every holiday. Mm -hmm. So it was the four of us and we went to Cracker Barrel and we watched a movie and Aubrey had a really hard time with that. Mm -hmm. it, like, yeah. because it's a holiday where being in a big family, being with a big group of people mm -hmm. is what is celebrated. It's what is, um, what you're supposed to be doing on that holiday. And mm -hmm. so it's hard when you're totally changing things up and you're not with that. You're not doing what everybody else is doing, like seeing mm -hmm. the people with the big families who are coming together and it's hard. It is hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. Yeah. I I'm also thinking as you were talking about Cracker Barrel, <laughs> I was brought back to one of my own Cracker Barrel Thanksgivings. Mm. When, my, when Jason was working early on in his current career, um, he wasn't home for the holidays. And so the kids and I actually was here at the Thanksgiving after the flood. Mm. The kids and I were home alone. Jason was not local at all. And so, and my sister didn't live out here yet. And I don't remember, my mom always struggles through the holidays. So she wasn't around and the kids and I went to Cracker Barrel for, for dinner. And then we drove up to Estes to just to look at the damage, which was mm -hmm. odd, but I was like, well, it's the three of us. And it, it was weird because the kids were super sad and had a hard time, but then in a weird way, it was like, we found a way to fill the day, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it ends up being, they kind of, in retrospect, think it was fun. I don't feel like they thought it was fun in the moment, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's hard, I think. And Aubrey's had some transition this year, so mm -hmm. there's probably a lot. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Well, and I think about friends that I have who this is their first, this was their first Thanksgiving away from their kids because of divorce or mm -hmm. separation or whatever. I just think that the holidays magnify these mm -hmm. things in our lives that totally. are hard every other day of the year, mm -hmm. for sure. It's not like all of a sudden on the holidays, they're hard. They're, right. they're always hard, but it's 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 magnified and it's also i think it's a holly jolly happy time of year so don't talk about why you, yeah you're gonna bring me down if you talk totally. about how you feel about this like come on it's supposed to be happy 
aren't you aren't you jolly come yeah, on why, why aren't you smiling why aren't yeah. you cheery cheer up it's the holidays <laughs> Woo-hoo! right <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's hard every day when you're going through any of these things transitions divorces deaths you know work things p- keeping people apart just whatever the circumstance it's hard on the daily and yeah the during the holidays, it's like magnified and exacerbated the pain, the isolation. I think that people feel mm-hmm. feel alone because I think it's the, there's off there's gifts in social media, but with social media, you see all of the positive. You know, mm-hmm. especially for Thanksgiving, it's like the day of gratitude, the the cultural assigned day of gratitude, and everybody's. Mm-hmm. thankful to this and thankful for that and then yeah can I think can make people feel even more isolated because if you don't feel thankful because you're missing your whole family for whatever reason you know if you're missing your people or you're home alone because your kids are with your ex and it's hard to feel thankful not that people don't feel thankful they can mm-hmm. coexist but I think it's right. exacerbated on the holidays mm-hmm the feeling of isolation and feeling alone and not understood. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, and I like that, that you said that. I, I think that they, they can coexist is important to mm-hmm. understand because I, I'll get in a place where I'm like, well, if I'm sad about the way things used to be, then I'm not grateful for my family who I do have an amazing husband and two kids and I need to make sure I'm grateful for them. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Which I am. Mm -hmm. So voicing the fact that it does make you sad to see the big families or whatever. It's like, Oh, well that nullifies my gratitude for my family, but that's, it's Mm -hmm. it's not true. No they they can go hand in hand. I can be fully grateful for them and be sad at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went around we every year, even on the hard years, we go around the table at Thanksgiving when we have family over and we each talk about what we're thankful for and um I thought it was kind of cute this year. Not cute's probably not the right word, but a couple of us are having a hard time and um, I was the last person to go and it was just got kind of teary eyed and my nephew was so sweet and he was like, are you just having a hard time finding things to be thankful for auntie? Are you, are you just in a rough spot? No. And I was like, yeah, buddy. I mean, I'm thankful for our family. Obviously I'm thankful that we have a roof over our head and that we're, the ones who are here are together, but yeah, I'm also having a hard time and like it, it's both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was thinking about too, is this time of year, I mean, we're both therapists, so <laughs> we should probably talk about this. I mean, it's, this is probably the worst time of year for a lot of people mental health wise, I mean, depression, anxiety, all of those things are much worse this time of year for, I think, these reasons that we're talking about. The fact that society tells us that you can't say I'm struggling, 
this mm -hmm. time of year. I think there's so many factors that go into it, but also the fact that if you are having a hard time, if you are struggling, and if you're significantly struggling, especially, I think that when other people are happy and when other people are enjoying the holiday and they're in a really good space, it feels like you said, I think you said it earlier, it feels so much more isolating. Like, what's wrong with me mm -hmm. that I can't be happy? Like, these people are like I'm supposed to be. And so it makes it makes it feel even more isolating and more alone and digs a deeper hole in a sense for people. Yeah, for sure. We're not a society, well, in, in my belief, my belief as a therapist and as a human, I think as a society, we don't talk about the hard stuff out loud. In, mm -hmm public forums and so kind of like when the holidays magnify your own feelings it you already struggle it that's another place it does that because mm -hmm. we don't talk about it no one wants to hear you know the debbie downer is depressed during christmas mm -hmm. yeah you do they, they people do wonder well what's wrong with me that i can't be cheery Totally. And so even more reason why we need to be just talking about things. It doesn't, I think it, I think it's important to know also that you can say I'm having a hard time and then the next day or the next five minutes feel like you're happy. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think people expect, I think like our societal expectation for emotion is to always be on a high mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's completely and totally unrealistic. Like I think the societal expectation is be happy, have joy, have gratitude all the time, be on this high in this high place. And anytime you drop below that there's something wrong with you which is complete bs totally we, yeah it, because our emotions are more like a roller coaster ride i mean <laughs> for all of us same hour <laughs> right yeah 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 and the fact that people don't know that that's normal i think mm -hmm. is a huge issue because i think that's how that's where people are beating themselves up and then getting themselves in the lower lows well yeah because they're shooting all over themselves <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, i shouldn't feel this way i should be happier you know i should keep this to myself so i don't drag anybody else down with me or whatever mm -hmm. they're and then the other piece which is a whole nother podcast is we judge feelings say say a little about it though well, I think when, I think people judge the feelings that they have, they, when the moment that you think you should or shouldn't be feeling a certain way, that is not how you're feeling in the moment, you're judging it as good or bad, mm -hmm. right or wrong. And so if you're judging your feelings, you're not going, you're not apt to sit with them and just be okay with them. And so you're going to 
should your way in or out of a feeling mm-hmm. instead of just kind of being curious about it, leaning into it, being okay with it and letting it move through you in its own time. Yeah. I think that's it. People can't do that. People can't lean into it. They, they think it's going to make it worse if they do. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to that person? Well, a few things. One, if you don't allow yourself to feel it, if it, that feeling is going to go somewhere because it doesn't go away. So if you're going to stuff it, it's going to be stored in your body and it's going to come out some other way. It's going to come out somehow mm-hmm. eventually, whether that is in health issues or, you know, I, I, a lot, I use the pressure cooker example a lot with, with people. Um, so if you stuff it, stuff it, stuff it, it then it's going to take something little to kind of set you over the edge and it'll come out in that way. And I know, I guess crying comes up to mind because I've had quite a, a, you get, you hear a lot in the therapy room that I feel like if I'm going to start crying, I'll never stop. Well, you will, you will stop. And if you allow yourself to feel it, it will move through you because feelings move. They don't stay forever. If you allow it to come, it will go through you and, and, and go mm-hmm. and leave room for another one to, to then move in. Mm-hmm. Not to say it won't circle back around, but giving yourself permission to feel it and to let it stay as long as it needs to. Mm-hmm. I think people are afraid they're going to get stuck in that feeling, but they, they won't. It's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. We stay stuck when we we stay stuck when we try not to feel it. Right. Because then we don't allow it to move. Yeah. So people are doing the opposite in fear. Mm-hmm. But they're actually like creating what they don't want. Like right. if that even makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm afraid to be uncomfortable in this feeling of sadness. And so I'm going to push it away and act like it's not here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to beat myself up for being sad. I'm going to, and the sadness is going to sit there. It's not going to go anywhere because I haven't paid attention to it. I haven't allowed it. I haven't dealt with it. And so mm-hmm. it's, yeah, totally. I think that's a huge concept that's vital for people's healing mm-hmm. and growth. I talk about radical acceptance a lot, radical compassion, radical self-care, because I feel like that, for me anyway, allows me to feel the feelings without judging them and to accept them and to just sit with them and to be with them and allow them to exist without judgment. And they last, it's not that they don't come back, but they last, it doesn't last as long as it did when I tried to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then self-destructive behaviors mm-hmm. come in and, you know. Oh, yeah. People do so many 
destructive things to try and numb those feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think the other piece of that too is why is this here? And that's a piece that I wasn't doing for a really long time. Like I would know I was sad or kind of, I call it in a funk, like I'm in a funk Mm -hmm. and you try and do whatever you can to get out of that funk, right? Like, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it's not working and it's like, yeah, like, well, what the heck? Why? Yeah. All the bad like all the, all the destructive things like we just talked about happen. And then for me, I think being able to accept it and and sit in it, but then also say, why is this here? Like what, what information is this trying to tell me? Yeah. What do I need to learn from this? What do I need to know? That's huge too, because we don't feel something for no reason. Right. our feelings are trying to give us information about something that needs our attention. Totally. Just, yeah. So staying curious. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do that. If I quote unquote get into a funk, I'm like, I I literally have a conversation with myself. I notice it and say, Hmm, okay. I wonder why I feel this way. Let's kind of track that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of go into myself and just get curious. Is today an anniversary? Is an anniversary coming up? Um, does something happen that I did ignore that is just now surfacing? And then I just, and I give my, I give myself permission to feel it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I just am in a yucky mood today and okay, well, that's helpful to know. Yeah. And is there a reason for it? Mm -hmm. And then I think once we've kind of gone through those other two things, that opens the door for, I can have compassion for myself over this and I can love on myself rather than do the beating up and beating down and all the things that I typically would do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Yeah in that situation. Yeah. It's it's huge. Which I think is a great segue into kind of how to care for ourselves through the holidays mm-hmm. because this is part of that, you know, allowing yourself to be curious about the emotion that you're having, to you know, want to know what it's trying to tell you, to have compassion that it's there and to allow yourself to I wish people would give themselves more permission to not necessarily allow their feelings to dictate their life to a point where it controls everything, Mm -hmm. but that you do listen to these feelings and you have grace for yourself during the holidays and you do to some degree allow room for those feelings to exist and then plan for them to some degree Mm -hmm. to not overextend yourself, to not say yes to everything, to not, you know, to not, to do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself during the season, Mm -hmm. do the things that actually really need to get done. But, but look at, look at your list. What really needs to get done? What can wait? 
what can you have compassion for yourself for and letting go of? I, w- I was talking with a friend on Thanksgiving Day. We did decide to do our Thanksgiving Day on Saturday this year because my husband was working. And quite frankly, my mom and my sister and I, we've had some significant losses in the last year and a half. And Thanksgiving Day itself was just not going to be a day that the three of us felt we could do. Um, and so we did it on a different day. And I was talking with a friend and, you know, they were like, oh, how was your Thanksgiving? And I was like, it was great. I didn't say it was great. That's not true. But I always, <laughs> the kids and I hung out in our jammies and, you know, we just vegged all day. And um, they said, oh, well, was Jay working? Yeah, he was working. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. We would have invited you over. And I was like, well, we wouldn't have come. <laughs> we, I didn't want to be around people on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. day. I wanted to be home. Well, and even you and I talked about getting together on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the kids and I wanted to be home and not around people. And, and years ago I would have gone to someone's function mm-hmm. or I would have held the function myself. I would have had raging anxiety, been choking back tears all day felt resentful that I was there, mm-hmm. thankful and, and thankful that I have people that loved me enough to invite me, but it, I would have been doing what wasn't good for my soul that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like part of knowing how we feel and why we feel the way we feel helps during the holidays because we can leave room for grace for ourselves to not go to a function if we don't want to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that being okay. And that being okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you do want to go. Totally. I think, um, like I think on the opposite end of the spectrum, after my mom left the, the next couple of years, we did something radically different. And I think, uh, one year we went to, or we went to Florida because it was, I think when it's so new, it's so fresh that it's helpful to do something totally, completely different. Oh yeah. Um, Scenery. mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which was really helpful. But then, I mean, we couldn't do that every year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, I did have friends who have invited me and our family over and we've developed you know, on Christmas Eve, a new tradition with one of my great friends. And that's been huge Mm -hmm. for us too, is being able to develop those, those new traditions. Mm -hmm. And, um, even if they're not your family, I think, I don't know. I think my friends are closer than my family. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a great point. And I think for many people, that's the case. I think they're your chosen family. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I think there, that is wonderful. And, and I do think adopting new traditions is helpful. Mm-hmm. I think especially like when you like, you know, like after your mom left and I'm thinking of friends of mine who've gone through divorces and have to share the holidays. And so, you know, I, I feel like, um, developing new traditions has been helpful 
mm-hmm. and is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I going back to what you were saying a little bit ago with the grace for yourself right after she left, I remember thinking, okay, well now I just need to recreate everything that she would do when she was here. Mm. Um, and I remember we didn't have the money to do that. It was really freaking stressful. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I realized after how hard that must've been for her to, to do that every year. But having compassion and grace for myself in those in that moment and being able to say, I can't carry on all of her traditions mm-hmm. and being okay with telling my child, I can't like this yeah. is going to be different and, and we're going to develop new traditions, our own traditions. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. But now <clears throat> a few years later, it's it's much easier and we have new things that we look forward to mm-hmm. with the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more so Thanksgiving. So I've decided next year we're going to have a big party and we've <laughs> agreed. <laughs> we're just going to have a Thanksgiving party and everybody can bring food and we can play games and it'll be super fun. Mm-hmm. I used to do that when I was um, lived in California and didn't have I mean, my aunt and uncle lived there, but I, my, I didn't have any other family that lived around me. And all of Chris, I, Christmas and Thanksgiving, I had a big kind of stragglers welcome. Anybody and everybody can come and made a big meal and it was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to start that tradition again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm. <laughs> no, it's, I like that. I like, I think when I'm in a different space, I enjoy, well, even Saturday we did our Thanksgiving and I, I enjoy personally enjoy cooking the big meal and I get a weird probably psychotic high from it like timing all the dishes <laughs> getting it all out of the oven at the same time and <laughs> wow that's it's impressive little, it's a little twisted but it's that's fun a skill though I can't do that hmm. something I mean, ends up burnt in my house if that happens really? <laughs> yeah. or I almost cold. forgot the gravy nothing was cold but yeah fun mm-hmm. it's really fun <laughs> so you're planning the food at this get-together <laughs> which is funny because I have anxiety going to events and needing to bring dishes uh-huh. <laughs> I can do a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner like nobody's business <laughs> that's funny mm-hmm. well it's gonna be fun I can mm-hmm. feel it mm-hmm. yes. uh-huh So, okay, let's walk people through the process a little bit because I feel like we've talked about a lot and I want to narrow it down like a concise, not step-by-step because I don't know that there's always a step-by-step. It's like you take a step forward and then maybe a step back and then two steps forward and then, you know, it's not progressive. It's always linear, I guess. But if there were a linear way to kind of walk through it, what would that look like to you? Like the first one being, to me, I think the first step being talking about it, being authentic 
mm-hmm. with with somebody who you can trust who about where about where you're really at what's going on with you reaching out for support I absolutely agree with that I feel like you definitely need you need to know who your people are that you can go to with this who are safe who are going to be validating who are going to understand who are going to help you have grace for yourself also Mm -hmm. so that is key so having your people or your tribe or a person or two people or whatever it is Mm -hmm. because why is that so important to have the right people well there's to me there's nothing worse than telling someone that you're having a hard day and that you're sad and then telling you to just chin up be strong Mm -hmm. right find the find the gratitude I think it's more helpful to hear. Yeah, of course you're sad today. What do you think would be helpful for you to get through today? Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, what mm-hmm. do you need today? What do you need to take care of yourself? Do you need mm-hmm. to stay home? Do you need to be around people? Let's figure this out together. Totally. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're constantly going to the wrong people, because I feel like I know what that's like. I went to the wrong people for a long time and then it just continues to shut you down even more. Right. Yeah. And, you really stop talking about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So having the right people talking about it, mm-hmm. recognizing your feelings, allowing them to exist. Mm-hmm having compassion, having boundaries around what you're going to do and what you're not going to do, I guess. And also like, and also being kind to yourself and knowing that if the last minute you have to bail for what, for your own self-care, like that's okay. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. and it can come across selfish and maybe people will disagree, but someone's already counted your place setting but at the end of the day you have to take care of yourself yeah I agree and (laughs) 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 I'm not the failer I I can't stand it I personally get upset when people bail because I I don't like flakiness. I don't like when people don't do what they say they're going to do. Like that is a value of mine mm-hmm. that I hold in high regard. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So sometimes I need to be a little more flexible with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that there have been lots of times where I've thought I do not want to go I do not want to go, but because of that value, I went and I was so glad that I went. Totally. Yeah. After the fact. Mm-hmm. So I think who I think you have to know inside because I've done the same thing. I mean, there's been things I didn't want to go to and wanted to bail and said I was going to go. So I went, ended up having a good time. But I guess when I'm thinking of the holidays and things that, I don't know. I think there are times we have to push through 
and do it anyway. And then we're glad we did. So I think this is why knowing your feelings is important. Cause I think on a deep level, we know when we can push through and, and go do something mm-hmm. anyway, versus it's just not going to go well. Cause I've also gone to things where I didn't want to go at the last minute, but I went anyway and it was just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it's not committing if you don't know how you're going to do. And if you are making plans with Sarah and you know that that's Sarah's value. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say to Sarah, I'm going to be there. You say, you know, is it okay if we leave it open? Yeah, right. (laughs) Totally. I would so much rather that. I would so much rather someone say, you know, I'm really on the fence. I'm not sure. Like, be honest about it. Right. Then, so maybe then that's say, oh, yeah, we'll be there. And then you plan for them. And they knew the whole time they weren't sure. Like, that's that's a pet peeve of mine, I guess. But, you know, well, I think we need more room in our society for that. For To say I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. We need more room in our society to say, you know, I really think I'd like to come but I, I'm not sure how I'm going to do that day. Are you okay with it being, you know, kind of a last minute decision for me Yeah. this year? Mm-hmm. Can we play it by ear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We I got an invite. feel obligated to say yes or no. Yeah, I agree. We got an invite this year over to someone who's amazing. And I, I know it would have been fun uh, over to their house for, Thanksgiving. And I said that, can we just play the day by ear? Like we've already made these plans and we're already, the kids are already excited about going to a movie. Can I just check in with you that day? Mm -hmm. And, and then we didn't end up going and it was fine because it was open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there, there's a big difference because then I think if you get okay with bailing after you've committed, then you just become the person who bails all the time. Yeah. And I don't support that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, so I guess the thought I was having too, while we were talking about this is, is maybe you go and you give yourself an out as you know, you go and you agree to yourself. I'll go for an hour. Mm-hmm. I'll go, I'll make an appearance. And if things get uncomfortable or I'm starting to have a hard time, I'm going to be, okay. I'm going to give myself permission to leave early. Or not stay for the entire five-hour function. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Or say, can yeah. I come for dessert? Or whatever. Totally. Yeah, and I think just being able to set that expectation to be flexible from the very beginning is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. But not only verbally with the person, but within our own self. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yes. <laughs> And I want to say, I do have grace for people. If something I know you do. <laughs> I was just teasing you. <laughs> but if it is, if, if it's somebody who continually cancels, it drives me. Yeah. So well, yeah, know. there's people that are habitual bailers. Yeah. And I feel like we're not talking about, well, maybe we are, but. My point to this is 
people who are having a hard time through the holidays, who are not habitual bailers, mm-hmm. who just need to give room for themselves to have grace and compassion. And, and I guess, cause my pet peeve is when people try to cheer us out of a mood, it's like, mm. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling down and you're going to go to this event and everyone's going to tell you to smile and cheer up, it's like, and that's not where you're at because mm-hmm. your kids are in another state for the first year on Christmas. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you may mm-hmm. not want to be around that and you may not know oh, until no. that morning. Yeah. That's a really good point. Well, and I think about too, I mean, I know two people who I love dearly who are are celebrating the holidays without their child for the first time this year. And I can't even imagine that. So I say bail all the hell you want. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 So in the context, maybe I took it out of context. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. <laughs> See how that shifted though when those two of your friends came to mind? Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. When I was thinking of it more in the context of the holidays and loss and having a hard time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally shifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I have like issues around positivity when it comes to death. My aunt wrote this really raw, beautiful post this morning on Facebook about just how hard the holidays are for her since her sons died. She lost two of her three children. And um, and when you're a mom, it doesn't matter how old your kids are. Mm-mm. You know, when they if they die at any age that you lose your children. And someone on the comments said, chin, keep your chin up. Mm. <laughs> like, no, mm-hmm. not keep your chin up. And it wasn't a whiny, victimy post. It was like a, the holidays are hard and here's why. Yeah. I have two gaping holes in my life that is right. never going to change. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. And yeah. So mm-hmm. mm. we Please. could do a whole nother podcast about what not to say to people who are grieving. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, now people are probably wondering, well, what shouldn't I say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, not keep your chin up. (laughs) Yeah, not the the positive coined responses, like the the cultural norm things to say. Platitudes. Is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. Okay. I couldn't think of what's how to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just in response to somebody who's having a hard time during the holidays too. Like maybe this is a good topic to talk about. Like how do you respond to somebody who's having a hard time during the holidays and all the times of the year, but because this is a holiday podcast, Maybe I don't should. know. I think of an appropriate response if you don't know what to say is to just say, gosh, this it must be really hard. 
Mm-hmm. Or I'm really sorry that you have to go through this or that you're going through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be in your shoes. I'm here for you, whatever you need. Anytime you want to talk about it, I think offering that support too is huge. Mm-hmm. Like open-ended, open-ended support. Yeah, not telling people to cheer up or stay strong. It happens yeah. for a reason. They're in a better place. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe that or not, that's fine. But that's not a helpful response Mm-mm. unless the person says it first if the person whose person has died says i'm sad but i feel like they're in a better place you can mm-hmm. acknowledge that but regardless of your beliefs to tell someone they're in a better place is not helpful no it's totally devaluing of their mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. dismissive and Mm-hmm. basically it says well you shouldn't feel sad because they're in a better place right so be happier basically it says i'm uncomfortable with your sadness mm-hmm. and so yes. get over it yeah pretty much it's <laughs> exactly what that says mm-hmm. yeah 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 and so if you do offer support and you do say i'm here if you want to talk or then you have to make sure you follow through with that too. It can't just be like a flippant thing to say. I even think saying, cause I think people don't always reach out. So saying I'm here if you want to talk is helpful, but I don't feel like that necessarily fully opens a door. Mm-hmm. I think saying, I would love to hear more about your person. Mm. You want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Like, because people want to talk about their loved ones. Mm-hmm. They want to talk about the people they love. And so when you say, I-, I would love to hear more about your person, when you feel up for it, mm-hmm. they might be willing or more open to. Mm-hmm. to or even I'd love to hear more about your experience or what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think when people are in the, like, the deep trenches of something happening, they don't reach out. And... No, they don't. I I think that that's important to know, because I even do it, and I find myself doing it. I'm here for whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a hard thing. It's like, what? well, do I force myself on them? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Or it's hard to know, but I know it for sure that sometimes we just have to show up, even if somebody asks us to or not. I think even a random text, you know, that is like, instead of, even instead of saying, I'm here for you, but saying, you know, I know the holidays are really hard and this year must, especially for first years and second Mm -hmm. years, I know the holidays are really hard and just want you to know I'm thinking of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, rather than silence, because the silence, you make the people think that you you don't even cross their mind. Yeah. 
something that simple means so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think especially through the holidays. I agree. All right. Well, I feel like we've had some great discussion and, and hopefully some direction for people <laughs> a little bit. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're just starting the conversation like, mm-hmm. hey, let's chat about it. Let's talk about it. Find someone to talk to. Find, be, find someone you can be authentic with about where you really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that's what's helped me get through the holidays. You know, having people that understand or are at least willing to listen even if they don't understand. Mm -hmm. I say this because I want people to know it, even though I sometimes struggle to feel it myself, but we are not as alone as we feel we are. Mm -hmm. And so I do hope that this starts a conversation and at least lets people know that we acknowledge that the holidays are hard for whatever you're going through, whether it's a divorce, a death, toxic family, um, addictions, jobs that keep you apart from your family, whatever, mm-hmm. that it is hard. And the holidays are not always easy to navigate. Yeah. There are people who get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there sure are. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're local to Northern Colorado, we are doing a awesome meetup. Well, we do them first Friday of every month and that's a great space for people to go and connect with like-minded people who I think are more willing to have the hard conversations. Mm-hmm. But in December is uh, de-stressing. So (laughs) because I think that's another thing the holidays bring is lots of stress. Like you said earlier with money and buying presents and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think no is a complete sentence and we know that, but we don't know that, you know, and saying no can be a (laughs) Mm de-stressor. It's true. It causes stress, but it can also not. Yeah, I'm excited for the meetup this month to we could broadcast it everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Danielle. This has been helpful. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me on again. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for coming back. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the WE Podcast and that you have taken away some nuggets of insight you will be able to apply to help you get through this holiday season. We also hope you find comfort in the understanding that this is a difficult time of year for many people. The more we can reach out and start talking about it, the more we can create a movement and feel less alone during this time of year and always. The key is reaching out. So reach out, get connected with us over on social media. Don't forget to screenshot your rate and tag us in your story so we can combo with you over there. Thank you for being here today. It means a lot to us. Remember, your story makes you who you are. 
Speak your truth, grow constantly, rise above, and always know that you are not on this journey alone. See you next time.